Father Reinhardt from Christian Media Ministries Australia. I pray that this message of eternal life will change your life circumstances so that you become a blessing to others and healing will prosper your soul. Now today's message is the fear of the Lord. Ecclesiastics 12.13 Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God will bring every work into judgment with every secret things, whether it be good or whether it be evil. What is fear? Fear, as we as Christians know, is a spirit what brings fear into the heart of man, but does not come from God, but from Satan's adversity. So what does mean the fear of God? It is simply a reminder that everything we do is under the eye of the spiritual world surrounding us, of the good and evil angels alike. The enemy of souls cannot touch you if you are walking in God's commandments. He is like a lawyer. When God's commandments are broken, he accuses and is allowed to bring in the consequences. God is not interested to punish you or me for mistakes we have made in the past. The opposite, he gently reminds us of our failures to correct ourselves. This is for man generally the case. But if we are constantly in break of his commandments, being a criminal, a thief, a murderer, a liar, or simply living a life of selfishness, concern only about yourself by passing the less fortunate, brings in a very unhappy attitude, total opposite what God has planned for our life. We have to understand that the laws he gave Moses on the Mount Sinai are still valid. Without these laws, there would be total chaos in the world. But it is impossible to fulfill these laws by our human efforts. Therefore, he came himself down in the form of Jesus Christ to bring men into the situation what is forgiveness for our failures, what we call sins by simply confessing them and receive forgiveness by the Heavenly Father through repentance, turning around and giving us a counselor, a helper in the Holy Spirit. A hardened criminal, totally twisted in his mind, can achieve that, what is under human terms impossible. Our whole justice system is based on punishment, what is called a debt to society that gets wiped away by the submission to that system, but never cleared, then the guilt gets all the time dished up and becomes a heavy burden. But with the confession to the Heavenly Father, it gets wiped out and never ever be reminded, as it had never occurred in the first place. This is for all mankind, for the great and the small. Then we are all equal before the Creator, Jesus Christ himself. But in the final end of our life, God will judge our deeds and brings, according to Ecclesiastes 12.13, every work into judgment, whether you are a king, a man of power, or a poor man. We are all alike to him. You cannot wash your deeds away by donation like a rich man. Then the money will not clean your heart before him. Only true repentance will be the deed he is interested in. 
God is love, and love cannot be bought with the price of men. It can only be accounted for by genuine love from your and my heart. Then God is spirit and sees in the heart of men so that there is true repentance or only mockery coming from pride. So the fear of the Lord is a very serious matter. It brings us into judgment or into the everlasting joy, being one with the Father. These are spiritual laws created for the benefit of man to be health and strength to our bones and spirits. So man, if you are a mocker or a fool, if you think you are rich and have all the answers and you can buy forgiveness, let me tell you, there will be a fearful awakening. When you will stand before the judge of the earth, for the Jesus Christ, then all judgment has been given to him by the Father. Then there is no other name given under heaven by which we must be saved. According to Acts 4.12. And Matthew 16.26 is telling us what shall a man give in exchange for a soul? Money? your accumulated goods, your works, all these things will he bring into judgment. The terrorists, the religious piety, the false bishop leading many into a false religious security by pleasing men and not confessing God's commandments. Many have been burned at the stakes like William Tyndale the Reformer, bringing the King James Version of the true word of God and the martyrdom of Bishop Ridley, Bishop Latimer, the persecution of Madame Diane Guyon and Miguel de Molinos, these men and women of God were not afraid and glorified the God we know. God is not man. He does not think like man. He is God. The universe created by him runs precise by a thousand of a second. His laws are implanted to prevent man to bring cows into his creation. He made man as a crown of his creation, but man simply ignores his commandments and by his rebellion and brings judgment upon himself. So my friends, you are totally stirred up in your heart and you see already God's judgment upon the earth by all sorts of disasters. Your mind is heart is asking, what shall I do to bring myself into the plan of God? God is love. He died and suffered for your sins on the cross. He knows your past and your future, and he loves you with an everlasting love. He tenderly invites you into his arms, and you who are a Christian, but not living a life worthy of his calling, let me remind you that his coming is near. Do not play around with your salvation. Get your life in order, then you are hurting him needlessly. You who are backslidden, repent and let the Holy Spirit do his work in you to become the bride, holy and acceptable in his sight. For you, my friend, who do not know him, now this you must do. God has given us four spiritual laws by which we must be saved. In Romans 10.10, 10, the Bible is telling us, for with the heart men believe it unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And in John 3.18, it is saying, he that believeth in him is not condemned, 
But he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. In Romans 3.23, it tells us that we all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Now, what shall I do to be saved and have eternal life? You are saying. Romans 10.9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Now, after the music is finished playing, I suggest a prayer. And if you pray that prayer with a sincere heart, my friends, then Jesus Christ comes into your heart as Lord and Savior, and you shall have eternal life. Jesus, I need you. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I open the door of my life and receive you as my Savior and Lord. Thank you for forgiving my sins and giving me eternal life. Make me the kind of person you want me to be. My dearly beloved friends, if you have prayed that prayer, we most certainly like to hear from you. Send us a short note to prayer at harvesttimeradio.com so that we may send you some material regarding your faith. You can also go on the internet to heinzharvesttime.org for more sermons and prayer support. I will pray now the blessing of the Almighty God upon you. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling, to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. Amen.